Let's Get Real at Crossway with Pastor Bob Manuel and friends. Romans chapter 8. With eager hope, the creation looks forward to the day when it will join God's children in glorious freedom from death and decay. And we believers also groan even though we have the Holy Spirit within us as a foretaste of future glory. For we long for our bodies to be released from sin and suffering. We too wait with eager hope for the day when God will give us our full rights as his adopted children, including the new bodies he has promised us. We were given this hope when we were saved. And Pastor Bob says, if there is no escape from what is under the sun, then rescue from death and vanity will have to come from somewhere else. The good news is this. It comes from our risen Lord that escape. He is the wisdom from God we could never find on our own. He comes to us. Will Jesus be foolishness to you or the wisdom you long for? Pastor Bob, now a song made popular by Fernando Ortega. It's an old spiritual titled, Give Me Jesus. In the morning when I rise, in the morning when I rise, in the morning when I rise, give me Jesus. Give me Jesus. Give me Jesus. You can have all this world. Give me Jesus. And when I am alone, give me Jesus. Give me Jesus. Give me Jesus. You can have all this world. Give me Jesus. And when we come to die, and when we come to die, and when we come to die, give me Jesus. Give me Jesus. Give me Jesus. You can have all this world. You can have all this world. You can have all this world. Give me Jesus. In the morning. <laughs> okay. When... Uh you were preparing this sermon. Um, I, I just love the fact that occasionally you break out in the song. 
Um, you it's are, like being in a musical. Yes. Okay. But uh, this particular song uh, seems to be a reflection somewhat of Ecclesiastes. Right. right. Yeah, yeah. And, and how? And that's, that's one reason why I wanted to share it. Um, well, you know, you can have all this world. Solomon did. Presuming Solomon was, and I, I do believe Solomon wrote, and these are reflections from him, but um, he had all this world. Um, but when it came to die, when he was alone, uh, I would like to say if, um, if he had known Jesus, I think he had faith in, in the God of his father, David. But uh, I think he would say, you can, you can have all this world. That's what the book of Ecclesiastes is saying. But give me Jesus. Um, so sometimes it's good to hear it in song. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, just, it not is. Not just read it. It so. is. And uh, music has been a big part of my ministry life in Christian radio, but um, sometimes people need to actually feel, and, and I did, the passage. And, mm -hmm. I, and I think music does that, doesn't it, Scott? Yeah, I mean, there's something about the way that God made us that you know that, that it resonates that it sticks it's more memorable mm -hmm. okay um, what else did you share with us in regard to that uh, particular song and the statement you made just before it what refresh me what was the statement I made before the song um, let, let me think it here it was actually uh, from the back of the uh, let me see if I got it here Oh, the notes? The notes. Yeah. Uh, here's Romans 8. <laughs> well, it's just, you know, if, I think you had read Romans 8, and to me, when I read Romans 8, and Paul is saying that the whole creation groans, and even we, we groan, you know. Uh, Especially as you reach your fourth decade. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I think there, there is <laughs> this. Right. Scott earlier mentioned, you know, this. he used the term happy clappy. And I think there's a there's a whole um, understanding or or movement in some Christian circles that, hey, how you doing? Everything's great. I'm fine. Every, good. Everything's warm. Couldn't be better. You know, praise the Lord. That's great. You know, I'm I'm glad that that uh, we have optimism in Christ. But you know, when we say, hey, hey, Mark, hey, Scott, how you doing? Fine, fine. You know, you know, if we were really honest, we'd step back and say, do you really want to know? Yeah. I'm I'm groaning, <laughs> and I think exactly. I think that's the definition of you know Paul says if you have this the Holy Spirit of God there, there's groaning inside of you. If there's no groaning, I would wonder whether a person is too at home in this world. Um, a true believer, I, I as I understand Romans eight and other passages, uh, has a sense of you can have all this world. Mm -hmm. Just you know, give me something else. Give me someone else. Mm -hmm. But Romans eight is also looking forward as well. Yeah, so it's right. not just me yeah. sitting here groaning and saying life is terrible, right. but it's also expressing the hope of that deliverance. And so, it, it's a little bit deeper than just the you know. It's, I'm not happy, clappy, but it's not just groaning. The groaning is not an end in and of itself. It's a means to an end. Like a lament. Yeah, it's like a lament. It's not so I'm groaning, but it's I'm groaning for something better that I'm looking forward to. It's the hope that I have in Christ, and, and it's a it's a trigger to to help us remember 
that, that, yeah, you can have all this world, but I, I have something better than this world. Yeah, and it transcends this world. Well, that's also Hebrews exactly. 11 when it talks about the uh, people that showed that they were uh, of the earthly kingdom is because they couldn't find their home here. In fact, the Hebrews writer says that had they been able to uh, find what they wanted, it would have been a testimony that they didn't actually belong to God's kingdom. Yeah, and I love the end of that chap <laughs> chapter where that's it says good. the world was not worthy of them. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, so, mm -hmm. yeah. And that was the ones that were poor walking around mm -hmm. destitute and, you know, martyred ultimately. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, yeah. So it wasn't just, you know, David and Solomon. I mean, even the ones that suffered. Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, the, the, the scriptures teach a lot about the new heaven, the new earth, the new bodies that, that we will have. Um, I hear very little teaching on that particular topic. That's the hope of the believer, is it not? Um, that God has prepared something for us beyond this life. Well, I mean, like Jesus, when he, on a night that he left and he told Thomas, it's just like, I'm going to prepare a place for you, and there are many rooms, and if it were not so, I'd have told you. And then Thomas, of course, said, well, you know, uh, how can we be sure of this? You know, show us the Father, that'll be enough. You've mentioned chapter 12, and I haven't gotten there yet Sorry. in my reading, but um, there is something that's going to happen as we progress through Ecclesiastes and get to chapter 12. What is that, uh, Pastor Bob? I mean, you know the pro progression of uh, the preacher and, and all of the interaction there. Um, give us a little bit of sense of how we move toward chapter 12. Well, again, I think, you know, there's this old saying, you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make him drink. And I heard someone kind of, you know, change that saying, you, know, you but you can add salt to its oats. <laughs> and so I think really chapters 1 through 11, to a large degree, uh, I mean, there's punctuations of light and hope, but to a large degree, it's just, this horse, you know, eating salty oats, and I'm getting thirstier and thirstier and, and, and more thirsty, and you come to chapter 12, remember your creator in the days of your youth. You go, whoa. Yeah. <sighs> you know, now now I'm ready yes. for a drink. And, and, yes. and the poetry keeps going, remember him, remember him, remember him before this happens, before that. And so it's, it's kind of drawing us back to all mm -hmm. that we read before, um, remember him while you're still young you know before your body starts to break down before the silver thread is cut yeah mm -hmm. so i i've got a question on there so as you're looking at that do you think that that's i mean obviously we're two thousand years after and you get the resurrection of christ but if you were back with solomon in those days do you think that that was kind of like an i told you so remember the lord in the days of your youth or do you think that this is kind of a, I don't know, I, I'm not sure where I'm going with that one, but, because I mean, it can feel like an I told you so, I'm groaning, I'm dying, and we know that there was a time period in his life, we see it in the pages of scriptures, where he did turn away from God, mm -hmm. you know, is this like a deathbed confessional, where he's realizing, man, look at what I've wasted, or do you think that it's more along the lines of, you know, Son, this is what you really should have understood. I think it's the, the latter. 
I, I think this is very personal. You know, he says um, uh, he's in chapter two. He talks about testing himself with pleasure and all these things that are good. And and, and so the whole book is is kind of a personal testimony of look, I've I've tried this, I've done this, I've accomplished this, and it, it's just like chasing after the wind. I don't want that for you, my my son, my friend, my my reader, and. So I think it's there's more, especially when I read chapter 12, there seems to be a, a real warmth, uh, a compassion that, that comes out of chapter 12 that that um, is more uh, pronounced than what you see in the rest of the book. Yeah. Okay, at, at this point, uh, I think our listeners, we've whetted their appetite for... Uh, following us as a, as a local church body through the book of Ecclesiastes. And what I'd like you to do, either of you, is to mention our, our website and how we can uh, actually hear each message, each sermon, and interact with you, Pastor Bob, because almost every time, well, I know I say this, uh, we encourage people to send you emails and comments. Uh, so, Set that up for me, uh, either of you. I can start. Maybe Scott can um, uh, fill this out a little bit better. I, I, I'm probably this, this sounds terrible, but I, I look at the website probably personally once a month at best just to see if things are lined up the way that they, they need to. So how can they interact with this? Well, there's buttons there, and it says, you know, listen, it's, it says media. Click that button. It has um, blogs, it has sermons, it has some of Scott's sermons on there. Mm -hmm. My sermons are on there. Uh, there's uh, also uh, on the website email that you could write us and if you have any questions about what you hear. Uh, and also, of course, um, mm -hmm. you know, the website's kind of an, it's meant to be invitational. Mm -hmm. It's supposed to be like the, the front door to get you into right. the physical front door, you know, here to come meet, meet us, let us meet you. Um, I don't know what would you add anything to that. Scott? Give us give us the address where what is the website? So I always use Google. Okay. So I I, I type in Crossway Community Church <laughs> Grand Rapids, and then it puts me there because there mm -hmm. there's an oddity within the website because a couple of years ago, something about a domain uh, expired, and then somebody else bought the thing, and then the people that bought sure. it put things on there that we didn't want to push. So. So, you know, I use Google, mm -hmm. so that's how I find it. And when I look up sermons to rewatch with the family and stuff like that, I just go to YouTube and I type yes. in uh, Crossway Community Church Grand Rapids. Good. And then there's a little uh, CW that pops up. It's like mm -hmm. blue. I'm color dumb, so it's bluish and yellowish, I think. And Pur I call purple and green. Purple <laughs> and green. Okay, okay, that, that, that's cool. Um, all right. Obviously, people in our congregation, listen to this podcast, but there may be someone across the way, nearby, they'd like to visit. Where are we located? We're in the corner of East Paris and Burton in uh, Southeast Grand Rapids. Um, I am always trying to remember, it's the south east, southwest. southwest corner of East Paris and Burton. Caddy corner from the MVP. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. And um, give your email address again, please, Pastor Bob, and um, anything else that you'd like to, to encourage people to stay in touch with us. 
my email address is I, like the letter I, then the word pastor, P-A-S-T-O-R, at AOL.com. Um, when I tell people that, they say, you, you still have that same email. I say, yeah. <laughs> so I, pastor, at AOL.com. Love to interact with you, encourage you any way we can. Okay. Now, PB, when you sign in, do you hear the... <laughs> still? No. No, no, no not, not anymore. anymore. Not anymore. Um, and just a final comment, uh, Scott Montgomery, one of our elders. Uh, what, what would you say to someone who's yeah, nearby? Maybe they're looking for a church. Uh, what would you say about this assembly? So when... Uh, while I was a pastor in Nebraska, uh, my mother-in-law stayed with us for a year because she had some problems locally. And while she was staying with us, that's when she came to faith. Well, when we brought her back to Michigan, we actually did church shopping for her to track it down. So as we were going around and then I was interrogating pastors as <laughs> I was calling them up. So uh, it, it was the last Pastor Bob that I was actually interrogating over the phone on oh, this sure. to, to get the approval for whether or not my mother-in-law would be coming here. So when we were moving to the area, it was actually very easy for us. It's like, hey, we've already done our church shopping. And so uh, the first week we were here, I mean, I jumped in and uh, there was a congregational meeting that week. That was actually kind of funny. And uh, there, there was a problem with the uh, projector, so I just jumped in and started pressing <laughs> buttons, and nobody argued. So I remember no. that. I remember <clears> that. <throat> yeah. Okay. But, I mean, uh, we chose this congregation for a couple of reasons. Okay. And, you know, one of them was that uh, we wanted my mother-in-law to have a community of people that she would be able to connect with. Because there's nothing that I see in the New Testament that gives permission for uh, a, a cowboy Christianity where you're just out on your own. I mean, we are called to be a flock right. and together. And so uh, just looking for a congregation that I would be able to bring my kids into so that way they're here every week and just having that ministry of the presence of people that you're around them that, you know, sometimes uh, they, they may not be as gifted in, you know, maybe teaching, but mm -hmm. I mean, there, there is a ministry of presence and there's uh, other ways of exercising the spiritual gifts. And so we came here for those reasons. You've been listening to Let's Get Real with Pastor Bob Manuel of Crossway Community Church of Grand Rapids, Michigan, an evangelical free church. Please share a word with us, a comment, question, or suggested topic at ipastor at aol.com. That's the letter I, the word pastor at aol.com. I'm Mark Moore. Thanks for listening.